Dear Cynics and Romantics, my name is Monice and you are listening to the Romantic Cynic Podcast. On this episode, I wanted to share with you my experience on how time healed me after my divorce. It's been a few years since my divorce was finalized and I wanted to share my experience with you and give a little bit of insight on how sometimes time doesn't always necessarily heal you because maybe there are things from that relationship that maybe you're obsessing about. So I hope you join me on today's episode where we might make some some laughter, maybe some tears, romance, and of course, some cynicism. Welcome to episode 30. experience where I had mentioned my ex-husband and it took me a moment to realize that I actually haven't mentioned him or made a comment about him to my partner or my family or my friends in in quite a while I would say at least maybe a couple months The only time I really mention him now is during my podcast episodes when I'm recording and sharing my life experiences with you. And I can't tell you how good it felt. It felt very liberating. It felt very much like freedom, freedom of really having been able to remove myself from that situation and I just thought in that moment, wow, this feels, this is the moment I have been waiting for for quite a while. Not that I haven't been working towards it and not that I've been obsessing over like, when am I going to stop mentoring my ex-husband? So if this is the first time you are listening to my podcast, just a brief background, I, my divorce from my ex-husband was finalized in December of 2020. I had been with him for 14 years and we had been married for a few years. It just, it took him a long time to figure out if he wanted to marry me. And I will cover that in a different episode where men don't really figure out. They just kind of settle and, uh, for him, he settled for me because uh, he, he didn't have any other options. And not to mention, I was on the verge of leaving anyway, or I did leave. But it had been my most, uh, this experience, this uh, experience recently where I realized I hadn't mentioned him for a while, just felt really good. And that's what my podcast is, my episode, this episode is about, is just the fact that time really does... I hate saying this quote because it's so cliche, but time does heal all wounds. And the thing is, even though time does heal wounds, I think sometimes depending upon what we had experienced in the previous relationship, we might be holding on to a few things, some unresolved issues or maybe issues that we just quite can't let go for a variety of different reasons. It could have been very traumatic experience. Um, I know a big one is usually abuse, which 
I haven't really talked about in any of my episodes because I feel like that is something that I really have to delve into a lot of research to be a little bit more informative of what type of uh, abuse the levels of abuse are, are out there so it's it's not a topic I have I have quite taken on yet but I'm but at some point I will delve into that because I feel like there is a lot of different types of abuse in relationships not just from you know coming from the man but it also comes from the woman as well but back to time really does heal and so it was it was very nice uh, my partner mentions like yeah that's been a while since I've heard you mention his name and again it was such a good feeling and this actually will go back a little bit uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of a brief history this is an experience uh, this is a conversation I had with a coworker a really long time ago, I'd say probably around the time I started dating my ex-husband. And it wasn't in it wasn't in context with him, but I just remember this this person had shared. Uh, it's called like, you know, you want to get to a point in a breakup, after a breakup, where the person that you were in a relationship that caused you so much pain and maybe so much grief. You want them out in the cornfield where you never think about them. It's, that is just kind of a hyperbole for real life. So I believe that there are that love and hate are so closely associated with each other because they're on the far ends of the spectrum, but they're very linked towards one another because that means you still have some type of feelings if you feel hate towards your ex-partner or maybe towards your current partner at some point you you probably did love them because typically love hate doesn't really turn into hate unless you had loved them and I'm just talking about the context of being in a romantic relationship I'm not talking about things outside of a romantic relationship just this in particular because they're so associated with one another um they're very again they're on the opposite sides of the spectrum if you get to a point where they're in the cornfield that's a great place for you to be and so I will explain what the cornfield is so what the cornfield is you you kind of it's just out there out there growing you know soaking up the sun it's just growing and you don't have to worry about it it's just out there you don't have feelings for it there's nothing you feel towards this cornfield at all there's no emotional tie to it you are not driven by whatever it does outside of you know in this field you you aren't and I hope that kind of makes sense, but that's where you want to have your ex-partner is, hey, they're out in the cornfield. I'm not worried about them because I don't care about them. There's no love. There's no hate. You feel literally nothing. And when you are able to get to that point, it is power to you as a person because you were able to get past such a traumatic or heartbreaking experience and if you've gotten there congratulations that is a very freeing place to be uh it's 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 a point where you really have to 
recognize yourself and in your own growth as a person because you're able to have that person out in the cornfield and never have to worry about them. Now, there are times where healing might take a long time or maybe there's a lot of time that's passed and you're just not quite healed to the point because of you know past trauma of what you may have experienced in that relationship and so some of the things that could prevent you from healing is remaining fixated on something you know for example maybe they maybe you had have body issues because of that relationship now I know for me I had a lot of body issues from that relationship because of the things that he would say about my appearance and it took me a long time to heal myself from that but sometimes it could be so dire and so severe of criticisms from an ex-partner it might take you a really long time to heal from those things Uh, another thing that can prevent you that can prevent you from healing over time is maybe you refuse or refusing to let go of maybe some type of betrayal you know in a relationship so you hold a grudge if you are known to kind of hold grudges it it healing from a relationship especially with you know hoping that time will heal if you have that personality type where you might have there might have been such a huge betrayal in that relationship and you just hold a grudge against that person it's not gonna it's going to prevent you from healing over time and the best way you know easier said than done the best way to heal from betrayal and heal by not holding a grudge is forgiveness that might sound like something that you can never do is forgive that person but if you're able to find a way to forgive them through time that will help you even if you have to say it in a not meaningful well maybe you don't mean mean it at all but just saying I forgive this person because even if deep down you still have this utter resentment and you're just holding this grudge against this person, if you write it down and say it, you know, hopefully through time, it will become a matter of fact for you. And maybe you will uh, forgive that person. Another, Another thing that would prevent you from healing over time is maybe denial that something has happened maybe you're denying that the relationship really ended depending upon if you know the person has broken up with you denial is 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 a tough thing to get through because you you get to that point where you you have to accept or you hope you know you you would hope that you're able to accept what has been going on but you know being in denial of something that may have happened in the relationship that will definitely prevent you from healing Uh, your time will definitely not help uh, the healing process another thing too is not forgiving yourself or the person who was accountable for the wound or trauma so this one really goes back to holding a grudge 
I know for me, I had to have some type of accountability in that relationship because, you know, there were two people in that relationship and not, and he wasn't the sole cause of all of our problems. You know, it's so easy to blame another person for the relationship, but we forget as people sometimes to be accountable for what we did, what we caused in that relationship. And I know for myself, I never, I didn't have, there were some moments I'm definitely not proud of being in that relationship. However, I am able to recognize the faults that I had in those, in that relationship. And I don't, I I can't blame him a hundred percent for all of our issues. I have to blame some of the issues on me and being accountable in anything you do is such an important characteristic that we can all develop over time is just by saying, you know, I am accountable and this is the reason why. And using I instead of you or they will help you become accountable for your own actions in that relationship. Now, it could have be anything small, you know, in terms of maybe being accountable for some of the things that may you may that may that you may have caused in that relationship. Not everyone is perfect, and I think recognizing our own self flaws is a big step in in rec- being being accountable in that relationship. Uh, another thing that can help that I'm sorry, another thing that would prevent you from healing, especially through time, is not having a solid support system. I think it's very important. I know for me at the beginning, I had a very, very strong emotional support system. I have really good friends. I have amazing family that that stood by me and maybe not held my hand physically, but they were there for me. They held my hand from a metaphorical, you know, metaphorical position. You know, they were. I was able to share my experiences and really just ball my eyes out when I needed that when I needed that time I had a shoulder to cry and I had someone that that I have people that were able to comfort me and were able to share their own experiences of of a a breakup or divorce and that is really important to be able to have that but you as the person and I had to realize this about myself we have to be willing to be vulnerable with these people and have that trust and hopefully you have a good support system hopefully you have at least one person that you would 100% trust that you're able to go to and and be able to share your experiences with them you know being able to have some type of outlet helps the healing process then we're not so internal internalizing everything that we had gone through in that relationship other things are you know resorting to maybe unhealthy or coping mechanisms so for example I know I I fortunately for me I didn't have any unhealthy coping mechanisms so an unhealthy coping mechanism for some people is going out and and maybe finding physical comfort from strangers Um, maybe you've experienced where you just, you know, you go out to a bar and just, you just want to be comforted by someone physically, but there's no emotional ties to that. You know, that 
coping mechanism isn't necessarily healthy, especially from a physical sense, because the last thing you want to do is is get something that you might not be able to take medication for, for example. Um, another other things that could prevent you is maybe relying on on alcohol or taking drugs to numb to numb your pain. I think sometimes, and I can speak for myself, where there was moments I did drink just because I wanted to forget. It was more about forgetting versus versus numbing the pain so much. I just didn't want to think about that. But I also think that you as a person have to get to a point where, again, accountability. You want to be, you want to be healthy when you are trying to heal from a breakup and especially you know time does take a while like for me it took a couple years it took two years for me to heal and being able to now look back and say wow that was a really long journey I had embrace that embrace being able to make changes be embrace being able to find out find things that you enjoy doing from a healthy standpoint I know a big one for me that helped me heal my process helped the divorce helped me heal from my divorce a big one is starting this podcast me coming out on these episodes and recording week after week and sharing my experiences is is a way for me to help helped me heal after my divorce and I'm at a point in my journey where I feel as if I don't have to share so much of my divorce. This was part of my entire healing process, but I want to continue this recording these episodes for you week after week, still share my experiences with you because I want you to know that you are not alone. I think a big part of it of that sometimes is we think that we are alone in what we've experienced. We think that we're alone in our in our pain and in our misery and in fact there's so many of us out here that have experienced what you've experienced and maybe to the extreme sometimes I've had some really horrible experiences in my life but I am mentally strong where I was able to rise up above those things and be able to sit here and talk to you about some of my experiences I'm a very positive person and I think a big part of my healing happens to be how positive I am as a person. So finding the positivity in everything little thing you do is going to help with your healing process. And a big one is like forgiving yourself and being able to let go. So I hope you found some insight on this episode of Time Heals. And of course, with every episode, I want to end with a quote. And this one is from Phoenix Mode. And she writes, trust the process. One day you'll look back upon this time, which you thought you wouldn't be able to get through and feel proud of yourself. Proud for having walked through the flames safely, if not unscathed. Believe. Thank you for listening, and as always, yours truly, The Romantic Cynic. Mm-hmm.